Welcome to the Muzzle Up Podcast, the first international streetlifting podcast, which will be all about lifting heavy weights, doing fancy skills, and listening to interesting stories from the best athletes across the world. I'm your host Nadine, and now let's get started. So welcome Judith, one of my first interview guests in the Mother podcast today. I'm very happy that you took the time and especially during this early morning here. <laughs> so uh, first of all, um, for those of you who don't know Judith, she is the current plus 70 kg world champion of 2023 and I guess You became second on the Dach Championship, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And yeah, she's definitely one of the strongest women. That's also the reason why I invited her today. And yeah, as um, I will most of uh, all, all of my guests um, will have the time to get 60 seconds to pitch yourself. My listeners get a rough idea on who you are and what you do and maybe why I also invited you today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for the invitation. So I'm Judith, I'm 25 years old. Um, so of course I have also a normal job. I'm not just an athlete. So I started strategic management and tourism and working in the tourism as a full-time job. But I also do some workout classes and, yeah, being an athlete. Um, yeah, and I'm doing weighted calisthenics since about five years, I would say. So I started with the age of 18 with sports, so quite late. But, yeah, better late than never. And I'm from Austria, <laughs> from Tyrol. One of the only people here doing weighted calisthenics to be awesome. And yeah, I don't know how many what seconds I have left. <laughs> Ten seconds. <laughs> okay, we can stop. <laughs> Perfect. So you've been quite fast here. <laughs> really on time. Perfect timing. So um, you also already said that you're from Austria and that you are one of the few people there. How how is it? How how can you still? Could, uh, be connected to the sport somehow because I imagine like if you're one of the very few there and no one does what you does and everyone wonders maybe also what is she doing for example in the gym or <laughs> wherever That, you train yeah so I'm training in a public gym because we have not really a lot of facilities here and yeah I'm definitely the only person doing that and people staring but they're also really interesting in it and asking me something about my exercising I'm doing but yeah it's kind of sometimes it's boring to just be the only person here around and never have like a meeting with someone and doing something um yeah but I mean the community is really cool and when I get to the competitions and weighted calisthenics I see the people and we are connected for Instagram so you also know always in a way connected to the people but it would be cool when someone would be here close by to train together so it's not only me myself and the gym <laughs> so if anyone from Tirol now listens to the yeah. podcast <laughs> and you feel like you want to start with a street lifting or weight calisthenics then contact Judith and <laughs> ask her for tips and uh, maybe if you can become train train buddies <laughs> <laughs> would be good Perfect. Okay, so um, you also said that you already started five years ago with with weighted calisthenics, which is like pretty long, I think, because the sports is pretty new and not many people uh, or can can already train it for five years now. <laughs> yeah, so my start was kind of tough. I started with 18 to go just random to gym, like the normal girly stuff, like booty workout, whatever. And then I saw my first coach, Marcel uh, Haselwante, he's also in that community, and he was also in the gym where I've been, and he did a lot of chin-ups, dips, weighted, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, I want to do that too. And it took me then a year to be able to do one rep bodyweight chin-up or dip, and on ring muscle it took me three years. So... 
I can ring muscle up do since two years, maybe a body weight. So it was it takes a long. So to the girls all over the world, you need to keep working on it. It takes a long. We girls cannot even just randomly go there and pull up ourselves. But yeah, I wanted to do that, so I keep working, and then I could add, add some weight. And since then, I'm joining this community, and since two years, I'm competing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty interesting that you also say that it took you really long to learn the first chin up or dip, even because I, for me, my girls that I coach, I have some of the girls which are like, why can I not do already a chin up after like two months? <laughs> But of course, if you start training just uh, there, if you're a completely newbie to uh, in general strength training, then it just takes a while. And yeah. especially for us girls, it's even more difficult, I think, to learn and also yeah, became strong enough to be able to do such complex exercises. So uh, yeah, thanks for <laughs> highlighting this again. And that also for the ring muscle up, Three years is a time, but yeah. I think for the ring up, it just also needs to just make like click basically. Yeah, you have definitely is like you just need to feel it then. And I did a lot of with bands, resistant bands, and I don't know negative and whatever. There are so many things you can do that helps me, but it's really, it really takes a while. I think also it's quite cool on our sports because not every random guy or girl can join you need really to be able to do this exercise they're not just like a ring muscle is really complex i would say so but when you can do it it's pretty cool and then the progress is also faster when you first hit your body weight <laughs> that's true yeah especially if you are already quite strong ahead of that in pull exercises then i think yeah it's easy to add weight after you just uh, did your first in my lab. So, in your opinion, you would say we shouldn't uh, put the, the muscle ups out of the competition because there are always some discussions that uh, people say, okay, let's just do a three lift competition, for example, or even two lift competition. Definitely, I would never pick it out. It's just like one of the things from weighted calisthenics. And as I said, it makes it more complicated to join it's just like not okay just for fun i'm joining now so you really need to work on it so i think definitely it should be staying also the squat should be staying just difficult a four lift because then you have really a rounded athletes an athlete who has like upper body strength lower body strength and who can also do like yeah the complex movement i would say agree agree so we won't see you in any two-lift competitions next year? No, <laughs> definitely not. Perfect. Cool. Do you have maybe any tip for the listeners that made it easier for you to learn, for example, the, the ring muscle up or also the dip and the pull-up during your mm -hmm. early times? Yeah, I mean, I made also on Instagram some videos where I explained what me helped. So for chin-ups and ring muscle, I did a lot. I did always with a resistant band, put it on the bar. So you have not your whole body weight at the start. Then I did a lot of negative stuff. So jumping up above the bar and then going slowly down or ring muscle up, just working on the transition without really weight on it. So the feet can give you a little bit support. Um, on, and on dips, the same, just have some negative and then also all bench pressing and so on, just to get a little bit strength in your arms helps to get to do your body weight dip. Yeah. For sure. yeah. I think bench press is always a good option as an assistance exercise, not only for beginners, but also <laughs> for more advanced athletes that just want to become stronger in dips, yeah. probably. Cool. Perfect. So... Yeah, I have a few questions to you concerning the next year. Um, what's, what, do you, what is your plan, first of all, for 2024? Do you have any competitions planned? Will you uh, stay in your weight class, for example? What, what, is, uh, what can we expect from you <laughs> next year? Uh, so from competition-wise, so I would make the DACH um, final rep. In, I think it's again in May. 
to hopefully qualify again for the Worlds in October. So, yeah, Worlds I want to join. Um, that's for now all I want to do in weighted calisthenics. Um, I have something in my mind, but I never told someone. Like, I thought about... I did last year just for fun a powerlifting competition and I was not so bad in it. So I thought like maybe next year to just um, maybe do one, two competitions just with the background in Austria. It's like to join a national team in powerlifting, you need to have five competitions. It doesn't matter what place you are or who, whatever. So you just need to compete. So you have like, yeah some competitions done whatever and yeah so I thought maybe so just go there and do some 80% or not I'm not focusing on powerlifting at all but maybe in three years when I'm like oh I need a break from weighted maybe to do that then and then I have the competitions already so maybe I do one too to just like have a competition but yeah this is in my mind we see because it's kind of related. We have to squat. We do bench pressing as an accessory. So then it's just deadlift. <laughs> That's true. I think many of uh, our extra-lifting athletes um, do both or at least have competed once in also a powerlifting competition. So, yeah, I definitely agree. Do you have any special powerlifting competition in mind already where you want to compete? Um, or? Yeah, in Austria, like the one closest by um, in the area where I'm living. And then in, there is really strict. Like you need first in the area you live, you need then to qualify to be in the state nationals and so on. So it depends if I qualify then this, yeah, state national competition. But we see it's not my focus. Weighted calisthenics will always be my focus. But yeah, when I have time and my body feels good, then maybe I will do that. Good. Great to hear at least that you <laughs> don't plan to skip <laughs> where the calisthenics no. all this year. But yeah, um, so you plan to compete at the Dach Championship. I think it will be called this year German Open or something. So oh. it might be a diff bit different concept. And I think we also won't have any world championship but instead we will have our european championship um this year but i'm not 100 sure Ooh. about that <laughs> you know more uh, than anyone else <laughs> <laughs> i listen to uh some podcasts here in germany that are my concurrents <laughs> so there was did i say thought uh, told <laughs> us about it but um i think tonio will for sure release some more information about that probably at the beginning of next year so, um, do you plan to stay uh, in the plus 70 kg class or? Um, like right now, yes. I mean, this year and the beginning of the year, I lost a lot of weight. But right now, I'm really, again, like, I'm fine with a little bit more than like 73 kilo I have right now. So, this is like the perfect weight, I would say, and I feel comfortable. So, I would just stick now to that. So because it would be always a kind of pain in the ass to get down and yeah. yeah. It's I not remember. <laughs> yes. It's I not worth the worry to handle that. It, I can, but it's just better for my body to just stay where I am, I think. Good. Then I'm relieved <laughs> that I don't need to expect you as a competitor next year. <laughs> Stay above, eat, 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 and uh, <laughs> I'm very happy with that. <laughs> cool. Um, so, do you have any personal goals for next year? And, like, for example, in a total, what what is your plan for next year? I think this year you had in the world's like 240 something, right? Yeah, it didn't went for like I wanted to because I, yeah, fucked up my first two ring muscle-ups um, attempts. So it was then really counted. I could not really go. I needed to go safe. So this was kind of, yeah, annoying for me. So next year, definitely I want to have a total at 260. Yeah, and for... Ring my slips is really the one what I wish. Hopefully, I can get 
the first time on my life in a competition, the things I can do in training and not just sticking around with like five, 7.5 kilos is so stupid. Yeah, this would be my dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think ring muscle ups or in general muscle ups also for the boys are they never go as you expect in competitions, just a, like yeah. a small mistake and then you completely <laughs> fuck it up basically and need to yeah it safe and if yeah if you would directly bomb out in the muscle ups maybe not the smartest decision <laughs> no i was close to that so it was kind of stressy but yeah yeah it was enough but yeah you always have more high expectations on yourself and yeah then it's noisy when you cannot hit it what you wanted to Yeah, but 260 is uh, definitely quite a good goal, I think. Do you see, which lift maybe do you see the, the most chances to progress next year? Where do you have the most potential? I I think squat and dip. On pin-up, I'm like, every when you drink a little more and have one kilo more body weight, it's like minus three kilo on the chin-up. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, the progress is so slow. So I think I would say different sport. Yeah, ring muscle up, I don't know. When I hopefully right now in my ring muscle is like always up and down. I don't know if it's on everyone here, but my ring muscle is one time it's the technique going smooth and well. And right now it's like I'm happy when I can do five and then it's awful. <laughs> it's <just laughs> yeah, I think it's it's normal. Uh, at least I what I when I Uh, speak to the other girls they also say like they always have ups and downs in the muscle ups and yeah it's just quiet depending on how stressy your life is I think also a bit like how tired you feel and uh yeah um what well, what's oh, the, have the worst conditions <laughs> <laughs> well then you know maybe <laughs> what's yeah. the reason for it why it doesn't so, move smooth I'm going to relax starting yoga maybe yeah that, that should be a good option maybe lots of relaxing yoga and uh, christmas food during christmas and then after christmas you will start super fit and uh, easy kilo ring muscle. easy <laughs> 20 kg ring muscle up in new year <laughs> yeah <laughs> perfect <laughs> cool um One last question for the next year, which is also one of my um, um, listener questions I got on Instagram to you. Who do you see as the biggest competitor maybe in 2024, national-wise and maybe also international-wise? Hmm. <laughs> well, it's tough. I mean, especially it's tough like because of the weight classes because we have sometimes changes from people like going above 70 and below 70 and you never know when they're doing that so <laughs> because girls under 70 like sarah she's really strong so definitely she i don't know if she's staying under 70 or going again above and i mean there are a lot of um the i forgot her name the girl who Is the second place in my weight class on board? Margo or Seta or something like this. The Pol Polish yeah. girl, right? <laughs> yeah, the Polish girl. She's also really strong. Oh my God, in upper body, she is really stronger than I am, definitely. So I could just get there because my squat war were better. So when she's getting her squat really good, then definitely her. So... So you're and one then, of the evil powerlifters <laughs> that come around and steal the the gold medal from the uh, original streetlifter. <laughs> exactly. Sports helped me a lot. <laughs> so and then it's hard. I'm like, I don't really I don't know who's gonna join next year. I mean, I think this can you can answer that a little later when you know a little bit more who's I, because I think next year gonna be another push with more athletes because every year it's gonna more and more and more so it's gonna be tougher definitely <laughs> yeah so I think because you were wondering about Sarah I don't know exact uh, things but I think she said at least last year or or this year 
um, during Worlds that it was also the last time she did the cut because she also struggled a lot from what I heard and was had quite a lot of problems to get, get down below 70 kg. So at least if she sticks to what she said there, then she might become a competitor of you, which will be maybe quite a fight, I think. <laughs> so yeah. for Definitely. me, it would be interesting to see the <laughs> girls fighting. But yeah, maybe Sarah, if you hear that... <laughs> Please give us a, a hint on what you plan next year and if you will be below or above 70 kg. Who of us two will be the, the ones to be afraid of you? <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, also, one of the reasons why I invited you today is because you had last or this year you had um, some problems um, with your biceps tendon and for me it was quite interesting to see um, and also to hear about that you also shared a bit of uh, the story on Instagram I guess and also gave some tips on how you were able to get rid of it and yeah for me it was quite interesting I think it will be also quite interesting for other listeners because Biceps tendon problems are quite common in our sports, I think. And yeah, first of all, maybe you can explain a bit what happened maybe to you, what exactly were the problems you had, and then we go from there. Yeah, I'm um, sure. So, I mean, for me, I mean, our sport is definitely not the best <laughs> biceps tendonitis, yeah, dips, also band pressing, chin-ups and so on, it's just our ring muscles, it's always a pressure on it. Um, the main problem for me to get it, I had really a bad, I made bad choices about coaching the last years. I also changed a lot coaches because the program at this point was also for the coach more like a powerlifting program with really too much bench pressing and not really fixing my technique. So when the shoulder is always forward and you not can hold it back on benching or on dips, it's just more pressure on the upper part of the biceps tendons. So I could feel it, but my coach not really did something against it. He just put more and more in it and the volume of my training was just too big. And he's also not giving me some exercises who can help for warm up or something. So at the end, it was then just too much and over too long time. And the body can resist that, but then it was just too bad. And then I had the competition also where you're going on max. So it was then it hurts like hell. I could not sleep because you cannot lay on the side of your shoulder. You cannot lay on your so I could on the stomach was sometimes fine because your shoulder is back, but it was just horrible. And also the whole day you cannot sit. So I skipped them with that coach and said, "Yeah, it's not worth it. My health is always my priority." And then I started. Um, so this was last year in October, where it was really bad, and I could not really train properly or be over the day without pain. I started with physio. I did really a lot of physio one, at least one time a week, sometimes two times where we massaged it. We do also ultrasound therapy. I was on some um, doctors who are specific for that. They, most of them said, yeah, we need to do surgery. It doesn't matter what. And surgery means you are at least eight months out and wow. then you need to get back your strength because eight months you cannot even do anything you just yeah move your arm a little bit up and down so for me it was like never i never doing surgery I cannot pass out for one year and then it takes me two years to come back where i was so i said no and two doctors said that yeah forget it you cannot get this away without surgery and for me it was also the genetic wise I have not the best conditions, though my biceps tendon is splitted on the upper attach of the shoulder. So it's not a problem, but for our sports, it's just like it cannot hold that much pressure like a normal one. So I just need to be more careful. And then I really looked with for a lot of exercises, rehab exercises, and I did every day half an hour to an hour rehab exercises wow. and I still 
do that before my warm up. I do at least 20 minutes of those exercises to just really feel okay, I'm warmed up. And yeah, I did these exercises for like six months, definitely. And then was in May, my uh, final rep where I needed to compete. Otherwise, I was sure, otherwise I cannot go to, to the words. So I just put a lot of painkillers in. I got some injections and was like, okay, we go for it. Wow. We can <laughs> we can argue if it's the smartest decision or not. But I thought just I want to pass this competition through. Hopefully everything stays fine. It not breaks because it was like it was already like it was really thin. So I needed to be careful so it's not really Right. The, chan that, the changes of tearing the, the tearing, yes, was, was, was yeah, okay. it was really high. So yeah, and after the competition, then in May, I really did two months, no chin ups, no dips, just some variation of bench pressing when it was fine, but also just after a month. So I did really nothing what weighted calisthenics is related. So I just did rehab exercises, things that didn't hurt. And this was not much. So it was kind of really depressing time. I can tell. So I was not, one, yeah, it was not just once that I cried and was like, oh my God, I will never be back without pain or can do my things like I want to do. How should I get ready for words? But yeah, I could just push through it and with, um, the videos were the post of Instagram, so I thought maybe other people help because it's also for prevent those injuries is really, really cool because I'm right now doing it too, and I really need to say I'm pain free. I of course I need to look because the line when like okay it's too much pressure, it's too much volume on my training that it started to hurt is small, so I need really to listen to my body and maybe. Yeah, do a little less than a week or something, but you get to know to your body and this helps too. And all this warm-up is really important. The mobility is also important, I can tell. So this definitely helps. And what also helps me is shockwave therapy. I did a few times on a doctor. This was also helping, but I think the main thing is really um, mobility, the rehab exercises, and just look what, listen to your body and make a really, have a good training, have a good coach. This is also <laughs> good. Who looks that you're not gonna get hurt? That's true. Yeah. You. I think, yeah, especially if you start uh, with the sports, you should make sure that if you have a coach, then have a good coach yeah. who knows what he's doing, that he doesn't coach you into, yeah, some pain into some injuries um it's it's definitely not worth it and you already explained it it was quite a ride i mean you it took you now almost a year to become yeah. pain-free again and a lot of work i don't know if everyone would be so dedicated to do like every day half an hour or even an hour of rehab exercises <laughs> to get rid of that um so Chapeau, first of all, that you fight it through. I think it was worth it uh, when you say you are now pain-free and you also were able to compete on a quite high level on, on the World Championship. So if you haven't been able there to train like properly or prep properly for the Worlds, what can we expect then in 2024 uh, <laughs> where you will be hopefully still pain-free? <laughs> <laughs> I hope we see. I wish that too. <laughs> I I think we can expect definitely some uh, big stuff from you there. <laughs> I'm curious to see. But yeah, thanks first of all for giving us a bit of insights on that and how yeah how really how tough it is to get rid of such problems. And you already said you have some exercises posted on Instagram. So if anyone wants to look at that. I will post Judith's Instagram also in the show notes, but uh, yeah, you can find her on, I think it's just Judith Klein Hansel, right? Yeah. 
easy. <laughs> Super <laughs> easy, especially for the non-German speakers. <laughs> but yeah, just click on the link below and then you will get to her Instagram and uh, see what she was suggesting. But do you have maybe one exercise that you could explain quite easily here also on the podcast that helped you maybe the most or was it just a combination of it all? It was really a combination of it all, but I think especially shoulder mobility and open up your whole yeah shoulder area is one of the best things. But one I did a, a reel on it is like it costs back back. You you have a barbell, just a barbell on the rack, and you put a resistant bands there and you put the resistant bands on your shoulder and the arms on the bar it's hard to explain without video <laughs> but because this helps you to push your shoulders back and make the kind of stretch to open up your shoulder this helps really it was pretty comfortable and it helps also to stretch your whole arm because you have two biceps attachments in the inside of the elbow and the shoulder so this helps really to stretch the full arm i think this helps also really and good check out the reel uh, you did post it yeah. <laughs> then you will see you <laughs> what she was trying to explain right now <laughs> i saw her doing it in the video but you don't see the video at the moment <laughs> so <laughs> it will be much harder for you to understand what she was saying but still thanks for uh, trying to explain that um, you also said before that you do a bit of coaching. Would you be open to also coach people maybe in this kind of area that have semi-block problems or is it something that you don't offer at the moment? Um, my, I think everyone can text me, of course, and then I think you will find always a way. I mean, right now I have some more group training. I do... Singer trainings, I'm doing like just really a few, but I'm open up so everyone can text me and then hopefully I can help everyone. But yeah, so when someone is living around my place, you can join my group workouts or also the coach of a swim, the athlete from a swim club I'm coaching and strength training. So yeah, but you need to live here in Tyrone in Austria. It's really beautiful. We have snow here, so everyone can join. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of snow probably right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, then move to Tirol if you want to work with Judith and <laughs> then <laughs> she oh, will be happy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> cool. Um, before we wrap it up, I have a few questions uh, more from my um, listeners uh, on Instagram for you. Um, so first of all, one question was, what was your first competition actually? Um, MMC in Spanger. Ah, the one that yeah. we were just talking about in German because it was my first episode, but we did it in German because I think it was a German event and it will be more interesting for the German community. Um, so when did, when did you took uh, part? There? Two years ago. Two years. Okay. Yeah. So not that uh, long ago, actually. No, but it's a really cool um, competition to start with because there are a lot of beginner athletes too, not just the advanced ones. So yeah, it was pretty cool. And afterwards you caught fire to still move on with competitions. Yeah, definitely. Then I thought like, because... I was like, it took me so long to first go to my first competition. So, because I thought like, oh, I'm not good enough. And I need to be like, I need to hit that and that. Otherwise, I'm, I'm not allowed to go to a competition. Really stupid, to be honest, to think that. Because I think it's really cool when everyone just joins. It doesn't matter if you can do 10, 10 kilo tin up or you can do 40 kilo tin up. Competition is also about community and also it's really important to get to a competition is completely different area. It's not like training. You are nervous. You need to plan the whole day. Then maybe something is not working out. Then it's you're stressed. Your your emotions are like a roller coaster. So I think it's more often you're doing competition and the earlier it helps you. So 
Don't be scared. Yeah. On no one in our community will say, "Oh my God, she cannot not hit that." So why is this even here? That's definitely not. We are so open and we're happy that all people coming and join us. So yeah, go for it and not wait like I did. <laughs> <laughs> definitely agree on that. I think as soon as you have the first muscle up, just try it out. Yes. Then you afterwards you will see if it's something for you or not. But uh, if you haven't tried it, then you will never know. And if Definitely. you start too late, you will maybe do some uh, stupid mistakes in your first competition and uh, just lose some places because of the, those mistakes, basically. <laughs> Definitely. And I also could just do my first ring muscle up, I think, one or two months before my first competition. So it, yeah. <laughs> when you can do one, it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Cool. So um, I also have a question which is maybe quite connected to that. Um, one of the listeners wants to know where, from where do we know each other, um, like us two. And I actually don't remember. When did we met first time live? I, I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. You were not an MNC, weren't you? No. No, I competed in the event afterwards, the final rep um assistance um, event which took place because final rep didn't took place in this year i think then we first met at words 2022 oh okay <laughs> it, it was like we already know each other before that but <laughs> yeah we from instagram but really so we know each other from instagram that's true we texted but i think first we met just words 2022 because i was not 2022 at the Dach final rep because I was sick, so I could not go there. Yeah. So I was then just at Worlds. So I think this was the first time we met in person. Crazy. <laughs> it uh, seems to be longer, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you are like in the bubble and you just see each other on Instagram all the time, then uh, it feels like you know each other already. <laughs> That's true. And we are living like far away all because most of the people are in Germany and this sometimes eight hours away from me. So you don't have really a lot of opportunities to see each other. That's true. But I think uh, at least where I live in Munich, which is uh, maybe <laughs> even closer than, uh, for example, Spenge, where the MMC took place, <laughs> that we are all, almost neighbors already. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Cool. So um, one last question is, um, when... Uh, It's now I must missed my question. One second, <laughs> my mo mobile went off. Um, yeah, what? How do you train at the moment? Like, uh, what is your focus in the training at the moment? And also, the it's two questions. One, um, how you started with the sport, but I think that's something we already answered mostly in the beginning. So let's focus on what is your training focus at the moment and. Yeah, what what are you currently working on? Um, so um, because of my coaches' changes was what was necessary because of like all my inverse gut and just not working out with those. I did afterwards, so it, I think it's now yeah two months. <laughs> um, I have a new coach. Uh, he's an American, and oh, it's a coaching group. Uh, from America and uh, they are more specific on powerlifting but I think also it's so hard to find one who's like no our exercises and they just what was for me important after all those things I went through with bicep tendons that they know really how the body works how to prevent injuries how to do really like have a clue about how to program training and to look that the body is performing and you not know, get hurt and when you get hurt what to do against it so um right now i have i'm training five days a week i have three days where i'm doing lower body and two days i'm doing upper body so more focus on lower body And here's right now more focus on technique. So I'm doing a lot of front squats, for example, really two mm. times a week. And I hate it. It's so exhausting. And like four seconds down, four seconds up, high bar squats and such things. So it's not pretty fun. But 
when it helps for my technique, I'm happy to do that. So um, this is my main focus. And on my upper body days right now, we also like... Um, it's kind of completely different than I ever trained. So we do we do we do a lot of bench press, not that much dips, um, and chin ups and so on. Um, yeah, ring muscle is kind of hard right now. I don't know. It's just I don't know time as we talk. And there's like more mixture, but yeah, <laughs> it's hard to explain. For example, what's we are on my training program right now, and one day to so do, for example, I never did this. At the end, four minutes, as many push-ups as you can. And on okay. like, yeah, you have the hands on like two plates, so it's harder because you need to go more down. And it's like something I had, I was so sore in my, never in my life after this training program, but yeah, we see. I said now I will try it with those coaches for like a half a year and see um, what it brings. And yeah, well, then I crossed. <laughs> yeah, get to where you so. want to. <laughs> but for we me, the doesn't sound like fun. Uh, <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> so you, maybe you you uh, switch to endurance afterwards. Uh, after no, the never. <laughs> After those few endurance exercises, I was like, this is nothing for me. I'm sticking <laughs> to my one to three reps. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for me neither. I, I think if I would see like four minutes push-ups, I would say, thanks. Uh, it was fun talking to you, but <laughs> I would do my bench press instead. <laughs> or my one-arm dip. <laughs> But yeah, yeah it's, it's cool that you're uh, open for that and uh, that you're trying out new things. Um, you said you have upper body days and lower body days, so you have a split, or is it just something that mixes mixes up in the training itself? Um, no, exactly. I have a, uh, like a split, so really just those two uh, upper body days. I like to a mix between chin back exercises, back exercises. Um, like chin-ups or dips or band press ring muscle up and on my lower body days really just do a, a squat exercise deadlift so I do also right now kind of often RDLs and something like that yeah okay. so yeah you really focus at the moment on the powerlifting exercises then yeah cool. will the powerlifting competition be ahead of final rep probably or will final rep be first do you know um I think in April should be a powerlifting competition here around my area. So this would be the first, but I thought for myself, I'm not risking injuries or that I get too sore or something because final rep is then May, the German, however the name is right German now. German Open, and I think <laughs> they also switched it to June. So maybe you have one <laughs> month more. <laughs> Great. But when it's German opens, what is with Austria? Well, yeah, Tony, what is with Austria? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think the I, reason why they switched the name is that not only German, uh, German people from German speaking people can participate, but like I think it's also allowed if you are not from the Dach area to compete there. But I'm not 100% sure what will be yeah. the, <laughs> the exact reasons or the exact <laughs> way of working for, for this competition. I hope we will uh, get more information about that soon. But yeah, Tonio, don't forget the Austrian people here. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't think we make a competition just for me in Austria. <laughs> probably not <laughs> otherwise you need to find uh your athletes yourself you just ask yeah. around in your gym and uh, ask who wants to compete <laughs> yeah. yeah i think this works <laughs> probably but yeah maybe this connects to the last question um if you think that there will be at some point like uh, Austrian street lifting competitions if uh, there is maybe also somewhat of a community I think there are a few Austrian people at least especially and uh, from the guys I think there are a few but also from the girls are like four or five in general that uh, at least competed once so do you know anything um, maybe or do you even plan yourself something I don't know <laughs> 
Um, I mean, to be honest, uh, we have a street lifting, Austri Austrian street lifting club, whatever is in Vienna, I think. Um, I texted them already and they said they thought about that um, some years ago already to do also a weighted competition because right now they're just doing like, yeah, the non the typical calisthenics things. Yeah. And so, but they said they don't have the capacity right now. They don't have the people who are like, want to join there are not that many and they really need also someone who's like really taking the responsibility of this area to really start that um yeah but uh to be honest i have really so many things to do in my life that i don't <laughs> have time to like grow up an austrian weighted calisthenics club whatever so that's really sad because it would be cool. I mean, in Innsbruck, close here where I live, there's also a calisthenics club, but they're doing really just that, um, how it calls, like just that on the bar thing. I don't know. The, <laughs> okay. the normal one, yeah. yeah so okay. that would normal to weed it. So, yeah. See. We so see, baby. If anyone else from Austria feels like he should uh, or she should uh, organize a competition in Austria, Judith will be really thankful for that. I, I'm coming. I'm coming, <laughs> but I don't have time to organize this. <laughs> okay, so we need someone else to to start the organizing part. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. So um, I think we mostly have it. Before we end up, um, I have five super easy questions where you can just like um, answer it uh, as you feel like when, with your first idea um, first question is um, dip or chin up what do you prefer oh, oh my god this is hard uh, <laughs> not it that depends. easy <laughs> it depends on my time sometimes dips are better sometimes chin up but first I would say dip okay yeah Interesting. I thought you preferred chin-ups over dip, but... <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say. Sometimes chin-ups feel easy, sometimes dips feel easy. So it depends on my day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so today, what would, we, would you say today, maybe? <laughs> today I have a day off. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well then, no clear answer here. Okay, next one. Uh, snow or or sun? <laughs> sun. Sun? Even though you live in uh, Austria where you have lots of snow normally? <laughs> yeah, I'm living in the middle of a mountain, but I love snow. But uh, yeah, summer you can do more outside and don't need to wear 400 jackets. <laughs> okay. That's not all the time. <laughs> but then you can just do very calisthenics without weights, basically. You just need to find a bar outside and then it's already weighted. <laughs> True that. <laughs> cool. So, um, which kind of training do you prefer? Off-season training, which is made probably more technique and hypertrophy based, or the peaking phase? Peaking. Peaking. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Less reps. You are you're the high, uh, You like to push. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Um, fourth question: Countryside or city life? Countryside, definitely. I don't want to be in the city. <laughs> okay then this is also connected to my last question your dream place to live in five years <laughs> Mirming, Tirol, Austria where I live right now <laughs> Ooh, okay so <laughs> you're really uh, home-based uh, already <laughs> yeah it's really cool everyone can come and visit me but it's like two minutes and then I can go up a mountain so it's really cool and you're have your quiet peace and not everyone is like you cannot have an open window in the city where so much traffic and you cannot sleep properly <laughs> so, that's my well, reason <laughs> so you you have a uh, good sleep there and uh, good of mountain air and uh, maybe that's your secret why you are so strong <laughs> <laughs> everyone can join my house is open <laughs> oh okay see that as an invitation <laughs> Very nice. Perfect. Okay. So in the end, I want to give you the option if you have something to say um, or if you want to pitch for anything that uh, the listeners should maybe buy or come to your coaching or whatever, then uh, 
feel free to uh, inform them about uh, now and yeah go ahead <laughs> um yeah so first of all i would just say to all like people around here it would be awesome when you join our community and of course i think everyone of us is open to text if you need help on my instagram channel um yeah nadine will put the link anyways in there i try to post a lot of my workouts or when you have questions text me or if you have ideas what i should uh, post a reel about of course you can text me all i not often have ideas so it's <laughs> but I want to help in a way and my Instagram account is there for helping people to get to this sports to help on training tips and so on and yeah I mean of course I have otherwise I mean I have a cooperation with Tech Plus I get all my supplements from there so if you want you can use my code it's 2d10 to support that would be cool And otherwise, yeah, follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. I would appreciate that. And yeah. You also have all. a YouTube channel? Yeah. Ooh, I try okay, my I didn't best. know that. <laughs> yeah, I try my best, but my time is, don't have so much time. And as we all know, social media takes a lot of time. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely. So I got to check out that YouTube channel. I didn't know about that. <laughs> Maybe uh, I will also post it here separately again in the show notes if I find it. <laughs> yeah, cool. It's also just my name. <laughs> okay. Then I, I should be able to, to get it. <laughs> Great. Then, first of all, thanks for your time today. I highly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I think it was quite interesting to hear uh, some um, insights from you and get some tips also on the rehab for the biceps tendon problems. Uh, yeah, if you have any feedback for us on this episode, feel free to post it in the Spotify comments or in the, I don't know if Apple Podcast has as well any comment section, but if it has, then also post it there. Write it on Instagram to me or to Judith as well if you want to. <laughs> yes. And if you have any suggestions who you want to see next in my podcast, feel free to send me a message and I will do my very best to invite those people. So uh, other than that, I'd say uh, that was it for today. Please leave a five-star rating <laughs> to make the podcast grow further. <laughs> the first episode had over 100 listeners and I only have eight, eight reviews right now. So something is going wrong here. <laughs> Let's so go. Leave a review. Rate it good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's go and rate it good. Yes, perfect. That's, <laughs> that's what I need. And yeah, other than that, I say... Thanks for your time. Have a happy weekend. And uh, yeah, let's see each other then probably on the German Open competition uh, next year. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening today. If you like the podcast, I would highly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating and share it across your community to make the sport grow further. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell so you will never miss a new episode. Stay active and hope to hear you soon.